0: Hey, leave the driving to us. It's a Friday. I'm Joe Jacquin, CEO, Patriot Trading Group. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I am still locked up in my bedroom uh, doing a show from the landline as I uh, continue to recover uh, from COVID nineteen. Uh, obviously, uh, continue. Uh, with your prayers let's pull together let's get eric out of the hospital let's let's get him in our thoughts get him in our prayers as uh, he is still battling uh, covid in the hospital right now uh, don't have uh, a lot of news there it's hard to get news uh, it's it's one of these things where you know when you get it uh, you don't. You're not allowed visitors. Your wife can't see you. Your kids can't see. Nobody can see you. Uh, you don't have access to the doctors. Uh, it's hard to even get uh, any information uh, from from the hospitals. And, and a frustrating time. I know Lori, uh, Eric's kids are. They're all uh, frustrated. So if we could uh, keep them in our prayers. Uh, I'd appreciate it very, very much. Uh, com is the website. It is Friday. Uh, next week, I will be... My uh, uh, quarantine has been continued. Uh, so next week, at least part of the week, I'll still be here. Uh, hopefully by the end of the week, I'll be able to at least go to the office, uh, do a show in the studio. Right now, there uh, I'm no longer contagious. I can't get anybody sick um i have the antibodies at least for however long they last uh but but they're worried about uh me getting uh pneumonia again from you know just being out and about uh even uh uh even a cold right now would be a a tough thing for me to deal with so uh that's why they extended it and uh, i'll keep you abreast like i said next wednesday i have my next I guess appointment. Uh, that'll probably be when I'll get more information. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Uh, gold and silver physical delivery. Uh, the markets. You know, we had a pullback for twenty four hours. It's gone. Uh, gold markets are up. Silver markets are up. Product is getting really really difficult uh here as we end the week uh to get we we ran those five dollar liberties yesterday uh, they're gone we just blew them out uh matter of fact actually oversold uh a few coins uh but but this is just what you're gonna start seeing i think this is gonna be the gold and silver market for the rest of the year we've seen it in the silver side Uh, And availability, we've seen it in the gold side uh, with availability. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, normally uh, July is not a month where you have a lot of inventory problems because uh, everybody's on vacation. It's a slower time. And, uh, of course, obviously this year nobody's on vacation, right? Vacation has been canceled. Uh, Gold and silver have been running, and, and now product has become a very difficult to get on certain days of the week. Today was the worst day of the week as far as what was out there. Uh, I'm still chasing a few things. Uh, I got Glenn with me. Glenn, you're with me. Glenn, I, 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 I've just started checking some emails, and and so if you've emailed me, uh, you know, questions or, or, or uh, want me to talk about something, uh, I, I probably haven't seen it yet but I did get a couple of people were asking if I knew how I got it. And and the answer was no, I don't know. There's in my, uh, immediate circle of friends. I'm the only one that got it. Uh, obviously, uh, Eric, uh, we're, we're, and I, and I don't know, we're making an assumption. I'm making an assumption that I gave it to him. Uh, could have been the other way around. I guess he could have gave it to me. I don't know. Uh, it, there, there's not a uh, particular event or or a like a close personal friend uh, who had it and I was with them or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Don't know how I got it. Uh, I know this as as uh, um, I had said. You know, Erica was worried about it, worried about getting it. I never really was, and, and it was just because of the numbers. You know, in Arizona, uh, the death rate is under two percent. So if uh, you get COVID uh, in Arizona, uh, the chances of you die dying from it are, I, I want to say it's 1.8%. So the chances of it not killing you, right, is like 98.2%. Uh, and I'm like, you know, Eric, come on, look at these numbers. It's such a minute chance. And then for both of us to be as sick as we were, um, and and as close to uh, I guess the uh, you know uh, you know not making it uh, it was it's, it's it's definitely scared the crap out of me, Glenn. I'll admit to that. Uh, it was a horrible, horrible experience. And and uh, according to the numbers, anyway, uh, maybe one of us, Eric or I, could have been you know significantly sick. Uh, but the numbers say that both of us shouldn't have been, but that's just how it went
1: yeah and and it's a good thing you're not in Florida with the ninety seven percent positive rate that got debunked <laughs> down down to nine point seven <laughs> so you can't tell me that that decimal point oh. was an accident that no way and no and way all of no how. Tests, the
0: the the test i think that's the 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 other comment I get a lot is the the people don't believe the test. And, of course, in my experience, uh, the wrong result delayed uh, the treatment for it, which allowed for Eric and I both to get a lot sicker than we should have. hit the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 two uh if you can uh, put a put a shot of jack in the coffee and raise your glass for 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 eric today uh, as he continues to battle here uh with the COVID experience and and part of the 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 biggest thing you know when we talk about what what we do right obviously uh the dollar's under pressure uh, I've been talking about it a little bit since I've gotten back. Uh, i've I will tell you that my recovery has slowed the last three days. Uh, and I, I thought I'd be uh, farther along than I am. Uh, and and so i' I've, I haven't done the research that I want to do. Uh, I'm working on it next week. I, I hope to do a big, big dollar show, uh, and the reason is because there's a big move coming to the downside uh, on the dollar, and, and it's actually we, we've already started. The move's already started, uh, but but I want to I want to get all my ducks in a row. Uh, give you you know put it together for you very simply. Uh, I expect the dollar. Uh, to be in the 80s uh, before the end of the year. For those of you that don't know don't know what that means, I'll explain it to you. But the dollar, it's a, uh, a comparison against the basket of currencies like the euro and the end and the pound. I guess we got to throw the renminbi. Uh, it is now a reserve currency. Throw that in there as well. Uh, and it's kind of like a score. Kind of like a score. How you doing? uh strength wise relative to these other currencies, uh, and the euro uh, is definitely breaking out to the upside. Uh, there you know, and when you look at debts, that's what you look at. you know uh, Europe, Italy had it really bad. Uh, you know France and Germany and Spain had you know significant uh, cases, but overall they handled it better than we did. Um, and, and and I say that just on results, right? They handled it better than we did, and they didn't have uh, the amount of spending and deficit spending uh, that we're having. Uh, yesterday, I saw uh, they've already agreed to $1.3 trillion in, I guess, the next round of stimulus. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's right, though. And I... Wow. I, if jack daniels friday to say uh, that i'm going to agree with nancy pelosi on something but uh it's not enough it's not enough it's uh, that bill if it's only 1.3 trillion dollars uh be ready for a major wall street pullback um because it's just nowhere close to enough i think they i think by the time it's all said and done We'll, we'll see a number between 2 and $3 trillion, uh, but we're going to have to wait and see already the delay. This, sh- this, in my opinion, should have been something that got put into place right as the $600 a week Because Everything expires pretty much uh, at the end of the month. So in the next two weeks, all these little moratoriums on foreclosures and the extra unemployment benefits, all that stuff comes to an end. We needed something in place to replace that from the get-go. We're not going to get that, uh, and, and I think it's go, you're going to see a significant reaction to not having that as well. So be ready for that. Uh, be ready for that. But I look at the COVID and my experience as a reason why this is going to get worse before it gets better. So, um, the first day that I got tested, was it was a Wednesday, and I got tested at the hospital. I had actually uh, called in to get a COVID test. Uh, that was my first indication of something's wrong. When we had, you know, you were trying to make an appointment to get a test, and, and Glenn, it was... It was an all-day process. My wife was on the phone trying, and you got to call different places, and uh, it wasn't as organized as I I thought it would be. Um, You know, this is – it's been a while, right? We're talking – this was the end of June. This was the end of June. And in my mind, I was thinking, oh, yeah, whoever needs to get a COVID test, they can go somewhere and get one the same day. That's hard to do. It was very hard to do. Matter of fact, we got lucky to get it. And when I was there waiting for my test to take my test, I had a panic attack in the lobby and was actually uh, taken by ambulance to uh, a hospital where I got my first COVID test was at the emergency room of a local hospital and they came back and told me I didn't have it they said I had flu A and flu B but not COVID and if they had come back and said I had had it I believe they would have gave me hydroxychloroquine I believe that's what the, the they would have done And if they wouldn't have done it, my wife was going to, we would have done it. We would have, you know, called our our family doctor and and gotten it if we had to have. But, uh, you know, but that would have been the course. You want to get that hydroxychloroquine early, early on. Just so happens I go four days thinking I don't have it when they call and say, I do have it. And all of a sudden, I can't take the hydroxychloroquine because my heart had enlarged to the point where they said, okay, we can't give you that. You know, if you are got an enlarged heart, apparently uh, hydroxychloroquine a no-go. And so now all of a sudden, something that that I believe... Had I gotten the proper test and the proper result, I could have been prescribed the proper medication. And and I think I, I but at least in my mind, I I don't go to the hospital, right? I don't have any of these problems. Eric knows right away. Hey, I'm positive. You better go get tested because he didn't go get tested either because I was negative. And and so. I, I just think, Glenn, right from the beginning, the, there's a screw up, and there's a problem with the testing. Uh, the, the 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 next thing is is we we should have, in my opinion, we should have have our best hospitals, right? And, and everybody knows Phoenix is a big city, right? Denver's big city. There's good hospitals. There's bad hospitals, right? There's hot and bad hospitals. Hey. That hospital's fine for a broken arm, right? That, that hospital's fine to go get five, six stitches. But if you've got a, a battle for your life, that's not the place you want to be. And I just feel like our best hospitals should have been made COVID only, had our best doctors Our best way, because, you know, we're still learning how to treat this. I'll say this. There's no doubt in my mind, none, had I been a resident of New York and I had this, what happened to me happened in New York and it happened in March, I would be dead. No doubt in my mind because of how they were trying to treat this, this back then versus what they've learned. Uh, they, they're treating it differently. I, I believe that we have gotten better at treating this thing. And I think that part of the reason I'm alive is, hey, I got it later and in a different state, and we learned something. And I think all of our people, I think if everybody was at our best hospitals, Right, and just like the thing, I don't believe that we should close. This is great. I still think this is absolute economic suicide closing down. No, it's never been done before. And, and, and is this the thing, and I think what we should have done, at least in my opinion, is everything should have been about care. Get the best test, get the best care, get the best this, the best that. So that way, if you do get sick, if you do get sick, we're going to be all over it. We're going to be, you know, this thing, it, it changes. What, what, what was proper protocol a month ago is no longer proper protocol today. And things like of that nature. And it just seems to me anyway, Glenn, that we're not doing that. This is kind of still a, a hodgepodge uh, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask type things and, and the big pictures being missed here and I think this is, this is going to cause problems well it's causing problems today right because we're seeing it now uh, with this new wave and everybody's uh, reclosing and all of these things uh, I, I just, I think uh, my story is a good one the fact that we got the wrong test results early on It really has led to to a lot of the the issues that I had and Eric's had because we couldn't take things that, at least today, we know hydroxychloroquine, no matter what they tell you on CNN, hydroxychloroquine works. You just got to be able to take it soon enough. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going on, Joe. And and the other thing is with all the misinformation, information and misinformation that's out there, wear the mask, don't wear the mask. And that was a big ball drop at the beginning of this about whether a mask is good or it's not good. And when you look at the size of particles and what mask stops what particle and all that, or, is, you know, is it just a feel-good thing to try to get people to think that maybe get a false sense of security? I mean, I I wear the mask when I have to wear the mask. Because, you have to do that now in society. If you have to, if you want to go into certain places. So, if you want to be a functional part of society, you kind of got to play their game. And whether that's intentional or unintentional, or the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do is a whole other point. The thing is, people now have you know "fool me once, fool me twice" type of thing. I think people are going to be very reluctant if they if they try a second shutdown because they're like, "Look, we did what you wanted us to do. We did the 14-day shutdown like you told us would work, and now you're telling us it's not working." Because, like you said yesterday, this thing has been weaponized, it's been politicized, it's been monetized, and it's also been proselytized. You know, if you think about the cult of the mask wearing now, where you're shamed for wanting to exercise your freedom. Now, I haven't had it yet, and like like you, you have a whole other uh, outlook on it because you've had it. I have not had it yet, and I have not changed my life as accordingly to it. I, I mean, I do what I have to do, but... I'm still living my life as normal, and I'm at the beach right now, and I can tell you right now, and nobody's wearing a mask. There's no social distancing, and it's like business as usual down here at the beach. And I think people are just saying, you know what? I'm just going to roll the dice. I'm young. I can handle it. And and I think that's where a lot of people are on this, because they have COVID-19 fatigue.
0: What do you think about that, Joe? I'm going to tell you right now, you bring up a great point, which is most people i think um operate under the like like before with me right hey it's less than two percent chance anything's really going to happen and the numbers are so staggering you know i don't know what the percentage of people that that have covid are asymptomatic but it's huge right it's like i don't even know 60 70 percent of the people had had a cold had a a, a a one day cold or a two day cold or less or less you know uh but we'll talk more about it after the break when we get back into it i want to talk about the businesses i want to talk about people's uh, thought process and what it means obviously economically for all of us
2: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin.
3: President Trump made a smart move by not letting Democrats get away with giving stimulus checks to illegal immigrants. However, some liberals are trying to get around this by offering free money to illegals on their own. The state of California was one of the first to decide to give these handouts. Colleges like the University of Washington and the University of Colorado are doing the same thing. It should not come as a surprise to anyone that liberal enclaves like California and the academic elites are pulling crazy stunts like this. But it's clearly outside the mainstream. A survey by the Pew Research Center found that only 37% of Americans want to provide help to undocumented immigrants in light of COVID-19. Even Democrats favor it by just 56%. Clearly, the only people who actually want to give out money to illegals are the kind of money-grows-on-trees liberals who favor just about any handout Big Brother will provide. Yet the politically correct dogma of multiculturalism doesn't care what the American people actually want politicians who support giving stimulus checks to illegal immigrants are completely out of touch with the people who pay the taxes that fund these stimulus checks it might not be politically correct to say this but we can't cater to illegals if we're going to stop the flow coming across our southern border if you dish out checks the size of a guatemalan's month's salary as a reward to people who break our laws by coming here should we be surprised when more of them decide to come That doesn't just apply to COVID-19 stimulus checks either. The same could be said of any of the dozens of federal government handouts. I'm totally in favor of building a big, beautiful wall on our southern border. But we can't stop there. We need to create a political system that favors the rights of American citizens, including legal immigrants, while discouraging illegal immigrants from flouting the laws to take what doesn't belong to them. That's why the American people don't want free money for illegal immigrants.
2: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: Hey, we're back talking about uh, the experience. Uh, Glenn talking about the beaches in Maryland, saying, hey, nobody here's got a mask on, right? Social distancing, yeah, not really. Here in Arizona, masks, pretty much mandatory everywhere now. Uh, and, not, and I think you're seeing a lot of the retailers uh, this week, whether, whether or not your state is saying mask or no mask, they're now all saying you got to wear a mask. Uh, I'll, I'll, I will tell you, a mask for me is hard. And it, it, because of this anxiety, it, it, it just, it, it's difficult. So now I avoid doing things because I don't want to put that mask on. And not because I care about the mask or not, right? Uh, I think that less of it, 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 for me, it's a psychological issue, it just sets me off. And I'm hoping to hear, uh, uh, you know, sooner rather than later, I'm hoping this anxiety thing goes away. Uh, right now, that's not the case for me. Uh, and apparently, according to my doctor yesterday, uh, that's not the case for most people with COVID. Uh, this, this anxiety thing stays with you for 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 a while but again the shutdown side of it, we we're, we're think about uh, going back to school parents would I mean just gone nuts what do you mean my kid's not going to school bull crap, he's going to school right, I mean that's that's well, there's also the other.
1: There's the other side to it too, where like I'm not sending my kid back to school if he has to wear a mask for six hours a day. That's not happening. Or you have the teachers' unions that are saying, "Oh no, we we feel that our teachers uh, may may get COVID well, let's from say the kids." It,
0: the teachers got you know. more at risk. Yeah. Right. And 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 again, I've been thinking a lot about this. I think all the teachers and all the front line, all the 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 hospital staff, and I don't care if you're the janitor or, or you know, the the head D.O., right? If we're going to incentivize pay, it shouldn't have been, here's an extra $600 and make more than you did before on an unemployment check. That shouldn't have happened. This should be, here's a big pay raise for the year, right? Here's, you know, and I don't know the number. Okay, I don't, but maybe it's a uh, $1,000 a month on top of, right? So if you're making uh, 50000 hey, this year you're going to make sixty-two dollars uh, because of the COVID. So you're going to get extra money in your pocket for putting yourself in harm's way, number one. Number two, we should be stressing the care that you're going to get. So that way if you are sick, we're on it. You're gonna be at our best hospitals, with our best doctors, with our best uh, treatments. You know, I'm, I'm making an assumption, and it may not be right, but I'm assuming Eric and I got the same strain. In other words, I gave it to him or he gave it to me, whatever. But we probably shared the same COVID strain. We went to two different hospitals. Only one drug that Eric's been given matched what I was given. Only one. I've got the the that redesmide or whatever it's called. Uh, I want to say it was Gilead's drug. It worked wonders for me. Right, Eric didn't get that drug. He didn't even get offered that drug. Uh, all the uh, all the different drugs that he's taking. Were not drugs that they that I took. I mean, we're and I and again, obviously, there's other. You know, Eric has high blood pressure. I don't. Okay, so so there there you know there are you know we aren't identical, right? He has he had different issues. uh You know, I'll call them pre-existing conditions uh, that I didn't have, it's, and vice versa. But for the treatment to be so different and and I just look at the results right I was in the hospital for five days Eric's been in the hospital now almost two weeks and he's still in there and again I think this is just part of of the we don't have our you know or SHI, you know, we don't have our our act together. And and everywhere that I went to, every doctor that I've talked to, and they they said it in my doctor's appointment the other day, we're still learning, we're still learning, we're still learning, we're still learning. Well, shouldn't we then make sure that we're learning at the best places? Have all the COVID people at the best hospitals with the best doctors getting the best care? I mean that—that that to me, Glenn would 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 speed this along.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking like over here where I am. You always talk about Johnny Hopkins. They're right in Baltimore. They're right near me. And like you say, there are hospitals and there are other hospitals you're right about that there are certain hospitals you go to where i'm around and certain places you don't go and obviously if you if you could get into johns hopkins you would have it made probably because you're gonna that's the top research center probably on the east coast i would think and obviously they were driving the train on the shutdowns uh, as you said you know they were right they they stopped they stopped the ncaa and their, their in their tracks on the basketball the fun you know the the march madness
0: and and this just way, went, but this what I'm saying, insurance be damned. I weed all, here's what's funny. Before I went to Mayo, we made sure they took our insurance. My wife made sure that they took our insurance. I mean, that was actually a factor. That shouldn't be a factor. Right? COVID, I, at least in my opinion, hey, if you're in the hospital for COVID, don't worry. It's paid for. It's covered. Right now, those are the things that we need to do to get people, uh, I think, to go back to work and, and to reopen the country. And, and I just think we went about this totally backwards. Right? We're, we're trying to do the impossible, which is we don't want anybody to get this. It's not possible. I mean, we've got Navy ships that have been out at sea. For 20, 30, 40 days. And all of a sudden they got COVID. I don't know. I just. You know, and this starts with the federal government, too. Donald Trump, failing uh, grade for me on this. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 9510592 Pedro Radio News Hour on this Friday. Just putting thoughts together after uh, the events that I've been through and Eric's, who's been through way more. Um, frustrated because I feel like um, if the country was more together, uh, we could be in a better place than where we're at. Uh, but having said that, we're trying to do the impossible, which is no one get it. That that that's that's not going to happen. And so I just feel like we need to go the other way and say, okay, teachers, schools, right? You guys are going to be in harm's way. Obviously, any, the healthcare people, harm's way. There's got to be a reward for that, a financial reward, in my opinion. Uh, the, the other thing is I, I don't think anybody should pay anything COVID-related. If you got to go get a COVID test, it should be free. And some are, but believe me, in Arizona, if you actually want to get a test today, you're going to pay. Now, if you want to get a test uh, forward four or five days from today and wait another four or five days for the results, then maybe you can get one for free. Any prescription, any hospitalization, any emergency room visit should cost nothing. That's just my where I think we how we should be spending the money. Right, Businesses got to be open. Schools got to be open. And we've got to fight this thing with our best. That, that's that exactly means, right. That means that's exactly everybody right, goes to the best hospitals. We we take the best hospitals in every city and every state and say, this is where the COVID patients go. Because we're and, still and just- learning.
1: And Joe, think about all the people at the height of the pandemic that did not go to the hospital because they were scared about COVID-19. that had other legitimate health issues like cancer or heart issues and and certain things. I mean, all those people that were scared to death to go to the hospital just from fear, uh, the fear that the media has thrown into everybody. And and that's one thing that people just need to have, have a quarantine on right now is the media, because they are absolutely stoking this whole thing. The 24-hour news cycle, they just can't live without it. I mean, it's terrible. I I look at
0: it this way. CNN cheerleads numbers. Right? They love it. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 people today got COVID. Right? Yeah,
1: the same thing thing with the Drudge Report. If you look at their banner, you know, the, the red headline, same thing. You're exactly right. And and then if you look at the, as you go down, it's just sensational headline after sensational headline after sensational headline. On the news stations, they're playing the scary music in the background with the crazy graphics. I mean, it, it's all intentional, I think, to to whip people up into a frenzy, a frenzy rather, to just scare them. And and that's not good. We don't need
0: that. I mean, we don't need.
1: Uh, but it's we don't need. It's all rating. It, it's and all rating.
0: Yeah, if this thing is, is, is as bad as they say, and let me tell you, this, I was close. Close call for me. Then we should be together. And I don't care what side of the aisle, Democrat, Republican, CNN, Fox, and we're just not. And And they go out of their way To 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 cause the chasm and the divide, Uh, you know it's like Fauci. Listen, the people that do the research about Doctor Fauci, you got doubts. Believe me, I I didn't listen. I never heard of the guy until COVID. But then I started listening, like Steve Starrs and some of the other great hosts we have at thirteen sixty. Hey, this guy's blown it before. And, and uh, I don't know, I just feel like we, we've missed the, the boat here and we've done the trying to do the impossible and shutting down all of these businesses, uh, the hardship that is coming. These guys are clueless. I'm looking at the headlines right now on the TV and they're talking about how Mnuchin and Cudlow are battling and debating over the next stimulus. My guess is Larry Kudlow wants a lot more, right, and Steve Mnuchin wants a lot less. But the, the the realities are is we need all of this money to be spent because we've shut all these businesses. Think about as, as a business owner. I'm a business owner. I'm so fortunate that that I've got guys like Jason and Glenn and and Wendy and Arlene and Brooke and Brian and all these guys that help me run my business. Uh, well, I've been out of it. But what about the restaurant owner? What about the bar owner? What about, and it doesn't even matter, uh, the guy that, that sells beer at the baseball game, right? The guy that takes that your money at the parking garage for the basketball game, or uh, maybe it's the bellhop, or the maid, or whatever it may be. I mean, they've just devastated us. They've devastated us. And instead of coming up with a a great plan to do uh, the best medical things we can do medically uh, for everybody out there, so if you do get it, your chances of of recovery are significantly enhanced. Listen, in Arizona, the death rate has fallen uh, before the spike happened. The death rate in Arizona was like 4%. Now down to one point eight. So I mean, it is getting better. But uh, but in any event, there you go. That's my uh, COVID nineteen my COVID nineteen plan. If I, if I was the commander in chief, uh, everything would be open. We'd be going back to school, but we'd be getting a handle on this thing. Final statement coming up. Don't touch that up. A hey, final segment here on this Friday eight hundred nine five one zero five at nine Like I said, it, I, it's hard to explain uh, the volumes that are coming into these precious metals markets, uh, the gold markets, the silver markets. Uh, it, it, it it's not going to end. Uh, we had uh, we we had uh, central banks or I guess central governments more like it. Uh, Another 40 metric tons of gold purchased last month. uh, As they keep adding to their portfolios, we need to be doing the same. I promise next week I'm going to get to the dollar. You need to get positioned here for the next leg down uh, in the dollar. Uh, That's going to get us, we're going to hit new all-time highs in in gold. You're going to see silver. Uh, I think silver is going to be in the mid, the mid the upper mid-20s before the end of the year. Uh, I, I know that uh, now I'm com- comfortable saying, listen, we're going to have record high gold prices before the end of the year. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see 3000 I really wouldn't, uh, because I think that we screwed it up. Closing the economy was wrong. Uh, and I'm looking at it, the back-to-school thing, uh, the canceling of football, the moving of football, and all this other stuff. Uh, I think that's going to put more pressure on the dollar. I think that's going to mean more government money, more deficits, uh, higher, higher uh, uh, spending on the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. Uh, the the bailouts, the government's picking the winners and the losers, uh, and and ultimately, at the end of the day, the sad part is devastation to the middle class once again. That's just what I see happening. Uh, I want to be wrong, uh, but I'm just looking at our plan. It just seems like uh, the media has turned this into uh of uh, a, a political divide i don't know how we can close it and and i think we're just in for the long haul so buckle up uh keep adding to your portfolios it's friday there's not a lot of product out there i'm exhausted so here's what i'm going to do u.s 20 dollar gold pieces 1995 no volumes no nothing. Uh, you buy one, you buy twenty. Nineteen ninety-five. That's under the two thousand dollar price tag. You got gold up again today. Uh, back well above eight. I think last time I saw it was what eighteen eleven, eighteen hundred and twelve. Uh, so U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces, uh, nineteen ninety-five. I'm going to put a limit. Limit twenty. Okay, so that's the most you can buy. Because I don't have that many, and I want to make sure everyone gets an opportunity, so limit twenty U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces. I'm going to say Liberties. Uh, there, you may get a saint or two, but those are becoming unobtainium as well. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces. Nineteen ninety five with a limit of twenty. Glenn any final comments before we head out today?
1: I am doing an unscientific survey of the coin shortage in my town. And it's fun. It is fun. Do it yourself, ladies and gentlemen. You'll have a ball to see who is and who is not accepting cash and currency. Joe, back to you. Take it down. Take it it out. Well, I guess Joe dropped off. Well have a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Patriot Radio News Hour. Next week, Joe's going to talk about the
0: dollar. That's going to be interesting. Have a great weekend. Jack Daniels Friday.